Dan Strivendel Feature presents One Minute with European Zombies, circa 1980, episode 45. Yeah. Hey, everyone, it's Dan. Welcome to uh, this minute. We are way more, way past the halfway pointer, and things are really picking up. Or are they? I've forgotten. No, they're kind of picking up. This this minute actually moves fairly quickly in the world of Zombie Lake. Let's let's dive right in. We are, I'm sorry, this is a minute-by-minute minute podcast. We're going through uh, JR's... Uh, Zombie Lake from 1980 and A.B.'s uh, Andrea Bianchi's uh, uh, Burial Ground aka the Knights of Terror aka Zombie 3 from 1980 and the previous minute of Zombie Lake ended with the first gal who got naked from that van full of volleyball players is putting her clothes back on as her friends get attacked by zombies listen <laughs> So yes, the gals are being dragged under the water by our zombies, uh, who look pretty happy about the whole thing. And what this minute doesn't tell you, if you if you've never seen the movie, what this minute doesn't give you is that the gal who is getting dressed by the side and sees her friends in trouble has little sh- like short shorts on, shortish shorts, and no top. And she sees her friends getting attacked and immediately breaks into hysterics and runs through the woods into the local tavern where everyone kind of, a motley mix of people <laughs> ranging from the sheriff or the mayor from Dark Side of Midnight to a guy with a kind of fun like Swiss hat with like a white feather to a guy who looks like he's 15 with his first mustache. They, they all kind of assemble around her and it's all, they act very demurely sort of around a woman a lovely topless woman who like passes out on a table and at the end they pick her up and carry her away i my favorite moment well there i don't know that this this minute is loaded with favorite moments when she rushes to this table and fall kind of turns and falls backwards onto it there are sort of five guys at the table and we're all dressed in all sorts of different it's like it's like someone wrote to central casting and said just send us everyone anything you got just send it well, uh, what sort of wardrobe changes should they have? Whatever they got sitting around. And there's a guy, I noticed right at the end of the minute, there's a guy in between, um, right before they pick the gal up, on the left you get the um, the mayor guy, Konchak, what was his name? Kornak, I forget what his name. And then you get like the barmaid kind of trying to wake up the, the, the half-nude girl. But in between them is a guy with sort of a short sleeve flannel and kind of longish hair that looks a bit like a wig. Look at his pants. Look at how high up his butt is. Is his butt too high up in those white pants? I mean, I just feel like... You know, just send us everything. You know, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, Diane Arbus is in town shooting some stuff. Oh, really? Have everyone she takes a picture of, send them over. We're going to put them in Zombie Lake. It's going to be brill. It's like a, it's like, 
it's like a calm Fellini film or something. This ain't Satyricon, but it's something. So, yeah, there's all these people, and yeah, she rushes in, and she's in hysterics, and she faints in a very... Um, she faints into the arms of two guys, that young guy and an older gentleman who's got a cap on, like, arg, I just came in from the sea. And, God, I love this gang. And it's just like seeing it in the letterbox version, well, this is 166, it's just a nice mix. And then when that guy creeps up behind with that green hat, I just love that guy, I love that guy. And and the fact that when she first falls over, you get a close-up of her face, she, she runs up, you see everyone at the table, they kind of rise up, and she then a close-up of her face, the lake, the lake. Then when it cuts back to that long shot, suddenly there's our mayor from Dark Side of Midnight, like, holy crap, what's going on here? And he ran on over as quick as he could, and he's trying not to make it look like... <gasps> And I know what you're thinking. No, that wasn't me being naughty. That was him out of breath. So calm yourself. Yeah, so the first part of the minute is the gals being pulled under. And and unlike the opening scene where they dwelt so long on it, it's I guess it's sort of like the point. I, I would bet there's another cut of this where that goes on for like eight minutes. I mean, listen to that music. La, 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 la. I love that so much. But listen to that music. I mean, you feel like, yeah, there's another cut where the zombies would have been lurking underneath them as they're kicking their legs nude for minutes on end but here they they're like okay i think we need to cut to the chase because people are expecting like zombie a zombie film after zombie and and uh dawn of the dead you know we can't sort of virgin among the living dead f around anymore we we have to do something and of course all we see is like three gals kind of start to get dragged under the water and then it cuts away and so the carnage is minimal the carnage is minimal to none there's there's no carnage in fact so yeah, the minute is a half-nude woman. Um, more than half-nude. I mean, if she only has short shorts on, that's three-quarters nude, four-fifths nude. An 80% nude woman runs through um, the woods and gets to the bar. I love that she makes it to the bar. I, I don't I don't get the feeling that these gals have ever been here before. And they certainly don't all go like, Olga, what's happening? I Her name wouldn't be Olga. I make, I, I'm make. thinking of that guy with the who thinks he's Robin Hood or William Tell in the background. Look at that cast. I mean, I think I see Lance Heinrichsen over on the far right in the background. Can you guys see him when they're when the, the mermaid is slapping the face of the gal there to try to wake her up? I think I see Lance just kind of, ooh, uh, you're making a zombie movie. Can I just be in the background for one shot? Of course you can. Do you want to be near the guy dressed like uh, Robin Hood William Tell or the guy with the really high butt? I just want to be sort of nondescript in the background. Would you like to catch the nude woman? That's a trick question that I'm going to say no to. Thank you, good night. All right, so yeah, this minute, there's been another zombie attack, and, you know, they know they know what's out there. They know what's going on, and, and they should... Well, I, su- I suppose the, the sign that said, don't go to the lake, was torn down by our first nude woman, who I still think of very fondly in many different ways. She, she picked up that handwritten <laughs> sign, written by the mayor, drawn by the mayor, and threw it to one side. So there's a good chance the gals were like, oh, there's a lake, let's go and frolic, and oh my God, what happened there? So that is that is minute 45 of Zombie Lake. I think it's fun. I think it, it, it portends great things. Or Zombie Lake style things, one, one of the two. So let us go to Burial Ground. Oh, the zombies are trying to break in. They've got all the tools and they're pounding, a, pounding away on the uh, the door. And let me say, let me say again, and I've said this before, but uh, Zombie Lake 
we we began Zombie Lake at the 11 second mark because of the Redemption logo. So that minute is actually, if you're watching the Blu-ray, that's where we ended 45 minutes and 10 seconds in. Burial Ground, whatever it was I pulled for the audio, uh, wherever I got that from, is slightly sped up. So if you're listening to the Barry Ground audio going, damn, this is only 53 seconds. This one's 58 seconds. This one's 52 seconds. It's it's the audio being a little wonky. So so my apologies if this isn't a full minute, but it will end at 45 minutes. Listen. <laughs> be killed by blowing their heads off. Get rid of as many as I can. Give me some more cartridges. Yeah. Zombies continue pounding on the door. There's not much to talk about in this minute. They're pounding on the front door. Uh, the mustached guy, uh, the the writer, I guess, uh, who found Kathleen Catherine and, and kind of shoved her off the, the uh, windowsill. And we are going to call it a window because I looked up window, and window is sort of any opening in a house like it's not specifically the glass um so it is so that was a window even though it had a shutter i was that's something that never occurred to me uh but yeah so so he shoved her out the window um but they they are he is standing on a balcony with um michael's mom he has a shotgun she has car the cartridges and she's handing him the cartridges and he's shooting zombies in the head there's not a lot to say for this. It's just some zombies get shot in the head and you see like the zombie dummies, their heads explode in strange fashions. And you know, they're, the insides of their heads are as sort of confusing as the inside of like Japanese buildings that like Godzilla and Gamera used to destroy. You know, they're never filled with people or anything. They just, they're like big dollhouses, you know, and this, like the heads explode and it's just like pure, like it looks like some sort of pink, like, uh, I don't know, some sort of Pepto-Bismol ice cream or some sort of, pink custard or something in their head or something i don't know what it is but uh yeah the 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 a couple of heads get shot off and the minute ends with him pointing his gun at one and i i really like the fact that at least two of the zombies sort of as he's about to shoot them look up at slowly look up at him like these are smart zombies like oh you twigged it okay oh there there i go okay well here it is. It ends here. That's too bad. Well, there isn't really a lot to say about this minute, so I'm, I'm not going to ramble on too long. Uh, but I will say that the best moment of this minute is you, the only way to stop him is to shoot him in the head, which I love. I mean, remember uh, Bruno Matai's and Claudio Fragasso's uh, uh, Hell of the Living Dead, a.k.a. Night of the Zombies? Remember how long it took those dumb commandos to figure out that you have to shoot him in the head? I love the fact that the guy in this one 
instinctively knows that you have to shoot them in the head. We haven't seen anyone shoot a zombie in the head. We saw them smash a zombie in in the skull with like a, a shovel or a rock. I think a shovel in the head. Or was it just the rock? I forget. And I guess that dropped him. But but I like the fact that the reason why he knows that shooting a zombie in the head kills them is because shooting a zombie in the head kills them. Simple simple as that. There's no you know, there's there's no you don't there's nothing to learn. It happened I I'd love if maybe they found there was a cut scene where they found some of the um like Etruscan like I don't know that they have hieroglyphs or symbols or whatever it was and there's like just a symbol of like a a little gun with like a a bullet coming out and a zombie standing nearby going ah with a bullet going through his head and that that was cut we'll just cut that well, well why don't we need to tell people that they need to be shot in the head are you kidding me really you're kidding me that we call this zombie three it comes out right after dawn of the dead you know it's ripping off night of the living dead with people trapped in a house and zombies outside they're not going to know that you have to shoot him in the head. They die. People already know. I, you know, as as dumb as burial ground may be, and in many respects it is very dumb. The intelligence of the zombies and the fact that they immediately are just like shoot him in the head, and that's and they go for it, is kind of nice. It it's um, it's. It's nice because you don't have a lot of that. How do we kill them? How do we, it's sort of like um, and I hate to I haven't I don't think I've done this in a while, but sort of like psychic paper in Doctor Who. You know, Russell T Davies invented that uh, back in I forget when it first appears. Is it End of the World? He invented that specifically so he could cut out all the falderall of who are you, what's going on. You know, I just rewatched the fifth season of Doctor Who, not the the first Stephen Moffat the. 27th no the 31st season uh, but the actual 5th season from 1967-68 the monster season and that season is loaded with base under siege stories where again who are you what are you doing here and if if the doctor had just had the psychic paper that would have cut down every story to about 4 episodes and they never would have had the budget to make everything that they needed to make so maybe it was good that that they didn't have it but i to to me the instinctive knowing that shoot him in the head is the same like the psychic paper. It's it's a narrative thing that just says we don't have to f around. Now, granted, we're forty five minutes into the movie at this point. You know, there's there's um we what what is it? I mean, yeah, it's twenty. Yeah, it's it's an eighty five minute movie. We got forty minutes left in the movie, so you want to get it moving. That you know, this ain't time to spend five ten minutes figuring out how do you stop them? Can they be stopped? No, the guy knows. And I like too is this this is the guy who's kind of the writer. So I like that maybe he's done some research somewhere or something, and and he's come up with something where he's like, oh, if you get attacked by zombies, shoot him in the head. It's sort of like that knowledge was never important to me until right now. So there you go. There you go, you worm-ridden filth. No, I'm not talking to you. Uh, that was, yeah, and that's episode 45. That's minutes 45 in episode 45. Minutes 45 of Burial Ground in Zombie Lake. Episode 45 of One Minute with European Zombies circa 1980. You guys are the best for listening. Um, thank you so much for listening, by the way. And I'm sorry this one is going slower than my previous ones. That's just life. We're, but we will get there. It's a, it's a fun journey. So... Back next with uh, episode 46 and um, more shooting zombies in the head and more, I guess, more half-nude women, 80% nude women on um, tables. Do you clean the table after that? Or is it just like... I I mean, I I guess I should save this for next one, but I just love the fact that no one is 
nonplussed by this. They're like, we're European. This junk happens all the time. We get we get a mostly nude woman Russian here three to four times a day. And when Benny Hill's in town, oh my gosh. Mm. Okay, listen, guys. Listen, guys.